are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. It was a great, absolutely great night of basketball for the Razorback basketball team as they took care of business against the Florida Gators. And, well, I wouldn't say it was a great game, but it was definitely a game that the way that it was played out, it was a surprising to me. I was thinking it would be more of a high-scoring affair because both of these teams are really good offensively. But it didn't play out that way. Defense is what came up big. And also, being a game of runs has uh, impacted teams all in college basketball since the beginning of time. But uh, it was definitely evident yesterday. as Arkansas had a 10-point lead at halftime, but did just enough in the second half to get the victory 75-64 and it was really on the backs of Devo Davis and Justin Smith, once again continuing to be phenomenal players for Arkansas and getting it done at a high level. Uh, we're going to be joined by Matt Zimmerman here in just a little bit to talk more about it, but uh, my thought and opinion on this is this team is continuing to impress me in different ways, and I think what's the most impressive thing is that they're winning in different ways. They're winning by when the game's on the line and the other team makes a push and you they even take a lead like Florida did late in the second half, you you buckle down, and in crunch time, you make the necessary plays to get out of there with a victory. Because in conference play, especially around this time, especially around a team like Florida, you're going to be given their best shot. Everybody knows what's on the line. Everybody knows what how important it is and what they're capable of and all of that. But you have to be able to make the plays that are necessary. So Arkansas making the plays, whether it's you know free throws or a big shot by Jalen Tate and a nice pass and and finish with Devo Davis, whatever it is, they're finding ways to do it. And it's not just relying on a couple of players. It continues to show that this is a team with some depth. Uh, not only Justin Smith and Devo Davis, but we all know Moses Moody and what he's capable of. Vanover has really gotten better. He's still not you know great, but he's still he's getting better and improving in his offensive game for sure. Uh, you have him. Uh, Jalen Tate's been phenomenal. I don't think he gets enough credit. Uh, we know that J.D. Note or even Advanced Jackson, what they're capable of as far as you know, possibly lighting it up from three or, or getting points if needs be there too. So you know, we've seen like even guys like Jalen Williams. I mean, he's been phenomenal too. And last night he was coming off the bench. Now he only had four points, but played 23 minutes and had 10 rebounds. I mean, he he's always getting double digit rebounds and he's not fouling a whole lot. Uh, so. The point is, is that Arkansas is just a team that seems like it's it's ready. It's ready to make that next step and ready to get back into the NCAA tournament and ready to make a run. And given the SEC and given the NCAA and what the basketball culture and, and, and outlook looks like, uh, that could be something that uh, should be exciting for fans to witness and to be a part of. But we'll talk more about this with Matt Zimmerman here on the other side of the break. But first, folks, I got to tell you about Built Bar. And it's since it's cold outside, I don't really want to cook. You know, I don't want to cook. I don't want to have to have to deal with any of the uh, going to the grocery stores or anything. Like, I want to be prepared, and I want to have something that's healthy. And luckily, Built Bar can be delivered straight to your door with 18 different amazing flavors that are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, so it's great for your diets. I'm trying to avoid as many sweets, but luckily, I have Built Bar to help me out where not only it tastes good, but it's healthy, too. And with this podcast, you can have a great deal set up. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, You'll get 20% off your next order. 
That's right. It's as simple as that. Use promo code locked on for 20% off at BillBar.com. You can't get this deal anywhere else. Again, go to BillBar.com. Use promo code locked on for 20% off your next order. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the next segment, I got to say, I'm always excited to have this individual on the podcast and, and also on the show uh, that we were uh, able to catch up with him. And it seems like it's a good luck charm, honestly. So without further ado, let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and welcome in Coach Matt Zimmerman, who is the play-by-play man for the Razorback basketball team. And Coach, I, I guess we're just going to have to keep this going. It seems like that every time we have you on the show, Arkansas keeps winning. So maybe we need to make this a tradition every single week. Yeah, that's a good thing, right? Winning makes it better for everybody. It's a lot more fun to to be a part of it and uh, be around it when when you're winning. And sounds like you guys are getting a lot of snow. I talked to my brother down. One of my I got two brothers live down there. One of them in North Little Rock. They said he's they're getting they're getting pretty good amount of snow right now. And so Justin can't drive in this stuff. The Porsche don't get around very good. And so, you know, I mean, Justin's in a tough situation. He's got that beautiful Porsche, and he can't can't get anywhere. So you guys are going to have to help him out. Yeah, not only that, but uh, having to drive up the hill that, you know, mile-and-a-half driveway of his to his mansion is going to make it tough, too. So, (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, he's living a good life. Yes. He'll probably have a valet service come get him, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, driving service, yeah. Yeah. No. So, coaches, it stopped snowing there? The snow has gone through northwest Arkansas? Yeah, we got, uh, you know, we Monday, Tuesday, we got about five and a half inches out here in East Fayetteville where, where I live. And then um, last night, we uh, we may have may have maybe got three more inches. I'm not sure. So, we got, we got about eight inches on the ground. We just hadn't been – we hadn't been um, – above freezing i think since last monday or tuesday you know so we're on we're on eight nine days of that so everyone's been really worried about all the all their pipes and all that stuff and i got a nephew who lives up uh in pea ridge and they've not had their gas has been turned off up there yesterday they're going on about 24 hours without without gas so there's a lot of little pockets like that of people without electricity or without water but uh you know Fayetteville's hung in there pretty good it really they had a pipe bust in Bud Walton last night, mm. and I I go into Bud Walton. I know it very well. I've worked in there a long time. They had us going into a different door last night because of the snow. Instead of going down the big ramp we've been going down during COVID, we go through this over there by the dumpsters. And uh, so I'm going in over there, and as soon as I pull that door, as soon as I grab the door, I knew the fire alarms are going off inside because it, it's something about Bud Walton when the fire alarms start going, this siren go, starts going. And those big, huge exhaust fans, there's eight of them that you see up in Bud Walton. If you look in the upper deck, you'll see these eight big old huge fans, and they serve some purpose. And when the fire alarm goes off, those fans start up, and they're going they're going so fast. And that building becomes like a, just like a suction cup. And you can barely open that door and get through there. I mean, it is so much suction. And that fire alarm was going off. I knew something was going on, <laughs> and and they didn't even check us in. Uh, they just they was like everything was just kind of chaotic. This is about three hours before the game, two and a half, three hours before the game. I like to get there real early, so I go down the stairwell and come out there by the ramp. And there's there's uh, just steam and I, the heaters and there's all kinds of steam coming off. Well, what had happened up in the museum, the old historic basketball museum up there. Uh, you know, it's got all the old Nolan Richardson, and Eddie Sutton stuff. A lot of great memorabilia there. It's just older; it hadn't been updated in a long time. But it's the old museum. That a pipe bust up there, 
and there was water everywhere. Mm. And, you know, cold water running through the lobby of a of Bud Walton Marine is not a great thing when it's about 14 degrees outside. And uh, what a mess. I mean, it was a mess. And, could do, you know, maintenance people and facilities, they got on it, got that stopped, and was able to host a basketball game last night. So that was a good thing. And while I think about it, I think it's great, John and Joe, that Florida got here. Because yeah. a lot of teams in the SEC don't seem like they really want to get anywhere. And that's my take on it. And, and you know, a lot of them have had a battle with the virus. You can't help that. Now there's games being canceled, uh, men's and women's, because of weather. And, you know, there's just Florida that we're going to get there. And it's the coldest day in, in Fayetteville history Monday. And they said, we're going to be there. And they fly in in that temperature and get to XNA and get on a bus. And it's, it's, it's icy. It's, it's snowy. And they, they, the bus takes care of them. Florida has safe passage here and safe passage home. And they come in here to lose a game. And I'll give them credit. You know, a lot of people, I think, would have said, hey, we can't make it. It's too, you know, too much of a risk or whatever. And they, they came in and they, they made it. And I hats off to Florida for getting here and playing that game. Yeah, because that was the thing. Is this that what we had a game was awesome? And the fact that Arkansas was able to win uh, once again is what makes it even sweeter. And it's funny, coach, because it, it seems like it happened almost similar to what we've seen before, where Arkansas is in control. They got a nice lead. Florida makes a run, makes a comeback, even takes a lead late in the in the second half. But Arkansas weathered the storm, and they made the plays, and they got the victory. I mean, the more and more I'm watching this team and the more and more we're seeing them win, the more and more I'm believing that this team, if they can get to the NCAA tournament, they can get on a run because they are winning in a way to where they hit it. when they get hit with adversity, they're able to punch right back. Absolutely, and they've done it every game. They've bounced back. It, you know, the last time you lose is at Oklahoma State, and if a kid don't make a couple circus shots, Cade Cunningham, tough, difficult shots, you win that game. And so this team is so confident right now, and they're playing so well. And you're right, last night when they scored, I think they go up like 62 to 61. There's 440 to go in the game. And everyone in the arena was kind of like, wait, what? We, we've dominated this game, and we're down one? What, what just happened in the last four minutes? And then that Razorback defense said, this, this, this game's over, and we're, we're not going to let you score again. They don't panic. They just dig a little deeper. And there are so many positive things to talk about with this team, so many intangibles from the freshmen being outstanding. I mean, 36 points and 20 rebounds. The four freshmen, I mean, these three freshmen play all these minutes. They fouled four times last night, and they drew, they, they drew 10 fouls. They outplay seniors and fifth-year seniors and every night in the SEC. And these three have been so good. And then another piece of that is the three guards, which is two of those freshmen plus Jalen Tate. They have been outstanding through this seven-game stretch, outstanding level of play. And then another part of that is Justin Smith, Connor Vanover. And those guys have played some really good games. And Every once in a while you can throw in Desi. Every once in a while you can throw in Vance Jackson. Every once in a while, you throw in J.D. Note of that big game. Man, you, you start shaking your head, and there's nine guys. There's nine guys that can help this team win. And you throw in Ethan Henderson, who's still capable, who did it some last year. you got ten guys. People in this league don't have it. They, they just don't have that kind of depth. The, the talent in the league is not there right now to keep up with a team like this. And Alabama should be very fortunate that they got off to that start that they've got because I think they're going to have a hard time keeping this lead. Now, their game uh, Thursday night got canceled because of weather, 
I looked at the weather in Birmingham. It's 50 right now. But, uh, but uh, I guess it's still bad in College Station because they're supposed to play at Texas A&M. That guy, game got canceled. And there's just some, you know, unusual stuff happening with these cancellations. And, of course, you don't know if it's virus, weather, half the time, what's going on now. So, uh, but the Razorbacks are sitting in a great shape. Well, you mentioned that, Coach, as far as teams dealing with certain issues. And Florida was coming off a layoff themselves. And then they had to fly out of Florida. It was 75 degrees flying out. They get to Fayetteville as one. How does that affect you mentally as a team with certain things going on? Well, I think, you know, obviously these young people nowadays, they got to be so flexible with everything going on with the virus. But I think, you know, we've all got on an airplane and flew somewhere and it was 40 degrees difference or 50 degrees difference even. But, you know, very seldom do you fly. Chuck Barrett kept saying, you know, at Drake Field it was minus 20 Monday night, Tuesday morning. And, you know, he's saying, man, can you imagine those guys? They, they leave, what you said, almost 75-degree weather, and they come here minus 20. That's 90, 95-degree difference. Hell, ain't nobody ever done that before, probably <laughs> ever. I mean, that's amazing, you know. And I was watching them get on the, you know, their own Florida uh, Twitter site and stuff. They were showing them get on the plane in Gainesville. And they got on, like, little light. I'm sure they had coats for them. But they had on little light travel gear. You know, it was, like I said, it was in the mid-70s. You know, a couple of them had short their pants. A couple of them had shorts on. You're like, holy cow, they're coming here. It's like it's like the it's like an Arctic blast. <laughs> and and they're coming to this. They're fixing to when they get off. And you get you travel so first class. Those charters are so nice. You still got to get off that charter, go down those steps, and go get on a bus. You know, you still got to go into Bud Walton for your game day shoot around. You got to walk out the bus, and you know, so their players probably weren't outside more than. Five minutes, the whole trip combined. But, you know, that I guarantee you that, that that woke them up. And, again, give them credit for getting here and a good win for Arkansas. 17-5. and 17-5. and five. We'll continue our discussion with Matt Zimmerman here in just a second. But first, bet online is the fastest and easy way to bet on all your sports action, folks. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's also your best place to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. If you head to the website or use your mobile device today, Use promo code Locked On to get 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's a great deal. you got to take advantage of that. You don't want to ever be left out on the cold. Whenever all your buddies are making money, you want to be making money too while you're watching sports or more shows, reality TV, whatever it is. So go to betonline.ag. Use promo code Locked On for your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. No, Coach, a particular player I want to ask you about, and this is somebody that continues to impress, is Devo Davis. I I mean, this guy, you mentioned freshman. He doesn't seem like he's playing like a freshman right now. But the thing that's interesting is we see players, especially here in Arkansas history, that were fun to watch because they were great dunkers, like a Michael Qualls, or they were fun players like a Bobby Portis or a Daniel Gaffer because they were great athletes and really had a great game to them, or guys like Dusty Hand as that could hit it from three anywhere on the floor. Like We've seen reasons why players have been interesting and exciting. But to me, Devo Davis is captivating not because of any one particular thing. It just seems like he does all the other things you don't think about so well with such high energy. Like, what about him has just really caught on fire here the past few weeks, and how big has he been for this team and their success? Obviously, he's been a huge part of it because he 
know, there was there was a couple games he didn't even get on the floor in the non-conference. And in the non-conference, this team was, was, was winning, but you weren't playing real good teams. And so there was still a lot of questions. It was a team, you'll remember, was shooting a lot of three-pointers. And now don't shoot near as many. They make just as many, but they shoot less. It's more of a driving attack team. A lot of that has to do with Devontae Davis. And when Coach put him in the lineup, well, at least when he started playing him more, he elevated this team. Game after game, coming up with all those loose balls. Game after game, knocking the ball off people's legs. Game after game, attacking the basket and making a good pass or scoring a bucket. He does everything well. He doesn't shoot the three-pointer well. Okay. so But he does everything else very well. He's a good shooter. He's a good shooter from mid-range. He's a, he's a good shooter from inside mid-range. He's good at finishing at the rim. He's a great defensive player. He doesn't turn it over very often. The only thing he doesn't shoot is he doesn't shoot the three ball right now. And that's something that can come. He stays in that gym, keeps working. He'll make more three-pointers without question. And so i just been so surprised by him. And, and, you know, all my friends in Little Rock, the coaches you talk to, and it's like they were all kind of 50-50. Some of them were like, man, this kid is big time. He's a winner. He's going to be a great player. And then there was something like, ah, he'll be okay. He's probably going to be a role player, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, he's way, way better than a role player. He's way, way better than that. And there, there's not much jury out on him anymore. The jury's in. The jury in the end is, oh, my gosh, we got a player. And this guy could be a four- or five-year player. There's The league's got some pretty decent freshmen, John. I think we've got three of the top five freshmen in the, in the league. I really do. Moses, Devontae, and Jalen Williams. I mean, Jalen Williams come off bench, gets 10 rebounds. There's just not other guys. There's no other freshmen in the league doing that. Cameron Thomas at LSU is a good freshman. He leads the SEC in scoring. He's top five freshman. And Isaiah Jackson at Kentucky is an elite freshman. For He leads the league in blocks, but he don't really score very much. I'd take Jalen over him. Um, and Isaiah Jackson's going to be a good player if he sticks around. And, you know, there's one other, uh, Sharif Cooper at Auburn is a, is a good freshman point guard. But, but we got three of the top five freshmen in the, in, the, in the whole conference. And you put that with these three fifth-year seniors, and two of them are having great years, Jalen and Justin. And then you add in J.D. Note and Desi Seals and a seven-foot-three unique basketball player, Connor Vanover. All of a sudden, you you got a great basketball team. You're seeing that it's it's not easy to go 17 five, and this team this team's loaded. I want to see if can this team hang in there and have a chance to tie for this league. I want to see if this team can win a conference tournament, which I think they can. And can this team make a run to the Final Four? It it could because I know everyone laughs at me when I say that. But here's the deal, John Joe. Let me ask you this: If we took out Alabama, Oklahoma. Clemson. We talked about this the other time when I was on. You take all those teams out of the college football playoff, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Well, who's going to the college football playoff then? Somebody's got to go. Right. And all the blue bloods are gone. And we talked about this last time I was on with you as well. The teams that are almost blue bloods, the Arizonas, the Yukons, the Syracuses, the Indianas, the UCLAs, all those great programs. They're not very good either. And, like, the top 15 programs in the country, about 13 of them aren't even going to be in the NCAA tournament. It may not ever happen like that again. Those teams aren't going to stay bad forever. The door is wide open. You've got to take advantage of it. And this team is gelling. It's playing together. They're playing well. 
got to stay hot. Coach, speaking of gelling, uh, you hear a lot about glue guys, somebody that holds everything together for a team. You just talked about Devo there. But uh, who would you say is this glue guy on the team? Coming into the season, we would have thought that it, it would have been Desi Sills because he was the guy that was returning and uh, he was you know, on the team previously and then working with all these new players. I look at a guy like Justin Smith, but are there multiple glue guys on this team, which is even more of a benefit because a lot of times you're thinking about one player. If you have multiple guys, that's even more of a benefit. For sure. I mean, Desi was definitely the guy going into the year. You said this is going to be your leader. It's going to be your best or one of your best players. He's going to be the glue that holds all this together. And he still can be. He still may finish up great. We may be sitting here a month from now saying, my gosh, Desi woke up in the middle of February. He's been phenomenal ever since. <laughs> but he's just has been in a little bit of a struggle. And his minutes have gone down, too. And so I do think the glue now, guy now that holds it all together is Justin Smith because of uh, how he is, how we played when he was not out there, how we've played since he came back. He's not the loudest guy. He plays with some emotion, but he's not a yeller and screamer, and he plays with a confidence, a poise. He's an older kid. I would assume Justin's probably 22. He might be 23. He's an older guy. He's been around. He's experienced, and you can tell those guys lean on him. And the, and the other glue guy, the third one that keeps it all, and he's moved above Desi, really, is, is obviously Jalen Tate, the point guard. I mean, he keeps all those guys together. And, uh, man, he's – I thought in the non-conference he was pretty good. Uh, then he had some stretches early in the, non, in, the, in, the, in the SEC where he was not very good. And uh, these, these last – about the last 10 or 12 games now, he's been, he's been very, very good. I'm not sure he won't – he'll have a chance to make first-team all-conference and if he can finish up strong. Because he has led this team, the coaches in the league are, are speak highly of him. They know how good he is. I say he's a, a, a glue for sure. All right, coach. Uh, obviously, Arkansas is scheduled to play Texas A&M next this Saturday uh, down there in College Station. Texas A&M has not played a lot of games. They're eight and seven, two and six. They have been, uh, even when they have been playing, they haven't been a great basketball team. But uh, mm -hmm. assuming that this game does get played, uh, what do you make of this matchup, and what do you expect from the Aggies when Arkansas takes the floor? Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully A and M will want to play, and we'll be uh, physically able with the virus and the weather and whatever else they have happening to that program, so that they can play. And we, we we're supposed to play them twice, and uh, we would really like to play those two guys twice. They're they're at the bottom of the league. Uh, they're tied with Vandy with two losses tonight. It'll be an interesting game. Vanderbilt in a rematch with Kentucky. They almost beat Kentucky in Rupp, and uh, so that'll be an interesting game tonight, unless it gets canceled. But uh, but um. I think that we need those two games, and I, you know, I think obviously Arkansas is a, is, is a whole lot better than Texas A&M. Um, you got to go play. If I was coaching, I wouldn't think that, but I would be worried. I'd be worried sick, and you know, as just a coach, you better be worried about every game. But sitting where I sit now, I, I mean, A&M uh, does not have the players, uh, the depth, uh, or, or the, just the, the the level of play. They don't have a Moses Moody. They don't have Justin Smith. They don't have Jalen Tate, and uh, the Hogs. Hopefully, they'll get to play those two games. I really worry about the game here, and uh, because A uh, and M's had so many games canceled, and Arkansas has not. That's the only game we've had postponed or whatever canceled, whatever you want to say. And we really need that game. I'd love to see us get 18 games in the league. And A and M, they owe like six games now. So who are they going to play? They only. I've been really surprised the SEC has not started making up games 
And you have to do that. You've got to get – because you want a fair champion. And and you want to make up all those games. And they really need to start making them up. And you can't make them all up on that one make-up Saturday. You have to start playing an extra game a week to get these guys caught. We probably should have been doing it a month ago. And for whatever reason, the league has not done it. I don't think the student-athletes are tired. Um, you know, they they – Normally they start early November playing and they get 31 games. Uh, now we didn't start till the end of November. It was a you know it was a lot deeper start. And instead of 31 games, everyone's got 27. A team like A and M, they played 15 games. They're not even gonna get close to 27 games. And they're there for the whole year of school to to, to play those games and go to school. So I don't think anyone can with a straight face say their team's wore out and tired, can they? Uh, I mean, if you played 15 games in, in the last 13 months, you just can't be very tired. And so, you know, hopefully these games will get to happen. And I would love the league to start like like Arkansas. Let us, you know, if our opponent we missed doesn't have it, we play Tuesday. If they play Tuesday, let's make it up Thursday and then play the next game Saturday or move that Saturday game to Sunday. You know, but there's a way to get these games in. You're not asking them to play four games in a week for Six straight weeks, you're asking them to do it once, every now and then, to catch up on these games. And I, they fly charter planes. The travel is phenomenal. Uh, the, the charter planes, the buses, the hotels, you know, your trips aren't very long anymore. You don't miss as much time out of school anymore. School's all virtual now pretty much anyway. And so I just wish they'd start making these games up so we'd have a champion and a second-place team and a third-place team and a fourth-place team that all have played the same amount of games. You know, and I'd hate for us to be sitting there behind Alabama, a game behind Alabama, when it's all said and done, and Alabama played less games than us. Wouldn't you? Oh yeah, yeah. That would so, be that would be frustrating. Yeah, it'd be frustrating. And they're going to go. And then they're going to look at that win percentage. And you're going to get nosed out. And and uh, you know, I I want to see us play the same amount of games as Alabama. We're the two best teams in the league. Let's play the same amount of games, whether it's eighteen or seventeen, whatever. But let's play the same amount of games to see who the champion is. You know, and I don't want to see us playing 18 or 17, Alabama playing 15 or, you know, something like that. If you want a fair champion, play the same amount of games. Well, Coach, let's hope it all goes down that way. I know that it's exciting right now, and we got hopefully we'll get this game on Saturday between Arkansas and Texas A&M. We appreciate you hopping on with us, Coach. It's always a lot more fun to talk about wins, and uh, hopefully we'll oh, be yeah. talking up with you later down the road. Okay, thanks, John. Thanks, Joe. Take care. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 